This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephyr, only on 101.9 High FM. Dan Brotman is the co-founder and CEO of Innovate, a company that helps local business enterprise, uh, enterprises connect to international businesses to build global networks. Umpal McChambers is the founder and CEO of Kula, a social venture that offers in- entrepreneurial skills to young South African youth. Both of them are successful and recognize business people in their own right, and they join me now to tell me how they are actively looking at ways to get young South Africans part of the uh, economy. Dan and Paul, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Dan. Sure. <laughs> so I think, that the, I think that the most important thing is why did we do this in the first place? You know, South Africa is in crisis right now. If you look at the economy, if you look at the level of unemployment, and you know, recently we've had many prominent CEOs go overseas together with the government to raise investment for the country. However, most of those people are over the age of 50. And the average South African is 26, 27 years old. And, you know, if we really want to get people excited about doing business in this country, they need to see what the country's future business leadership looks like. And that's young people. Uh, the, the concept for the trip was actually inspired on this exact radio show. It was a conversation with Wandile Zulu, uh, where we discussed, you know, Wandile actually uh, brought up the idea of doing an investment roadshow. We took it, the concept to Business Leadership South Africa, and uh, they lo- really liked the idea. They sent out an invitation to all of their members to nominate top leaders within their companies under the age of 35, and we wound up taking 41 young business people to the Bay Area a week before the election to promote South Africa as a business destination, but also to assess how do investors view South Africa right now, especially in Silicon Valley. Um, uh, um, Paul is back with us, but I think let's just give her a chance to catch up. Um, what What was the result? What have you brought back for us? Sure. So, you know, I think, first of all, we went during a very difficult time. It was one week before the elections. And while we were in Silicon Valley, um, South Africa was actually on the cover of both The Economist and Time magazine for not the right reasons. So I think, first of all, uh, what have we brought back? So I think we've brought back strong relationships with investors. You know, it's going to take a while to convince people to start doing business here again. But what we did do is we presented a very good image of the country. We presented a group of young people who want to do business with them and who want to build relationships with them. So we brought those relationships back and uh, several of the entrepreneurs on the trip have actually uh, received investment offers from the people that we rec- that we met on the trip. And several of the accelerators that we met on the trip are now being brought into South Africa by the corporates that were on the trip. So those were some exciting results. Okay, we have to take a break here. But after the break, we're going to look at kind of the, the frustrations young South African entrepreneurs have. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephyr, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Dan Brotman, who's the co-founder and CEO of Innovate, and Impul McChambers, who's the founder and CEO of Kula. Um, both of them are young entrepreneurs, and they're trying to see the youth in South Africa being brought back into the society. Impul, I'm not sure if you're with us. Hi. Yes, I'm still, I'm still connected. Excellent. And Paul, I know that you and Dan have written a piece together that appeared in the Business Day talking about the frustrations that young South Africans have in entering the job market. How would you summarize those? I'm struggling a little bit to hear you, but my understanding was about the struggle for young people to enter the job market. Correct. 
Right. Well, there, there, there are a few problems that we've picked up on in the work that Ben and I have been doing. And in so far as it relates to employment and young people entering uh, the job market, we've realized that there's truly a lack of skills in the technological field in particular that equip young people to be able to function in this digital era. So there's a huge gap between what the market currently needs, which is young people that are um, skilled in technology, and the situation in South Africa, which is that not a lot of those skills are aligned with the job gaps or gaps in the job market. So that's one of them. The other thing as well is that there's a high unemployment rate in South Africa, and that's surprising considering that the government, especially in the National Development Plan, emphasized so much that employment should be a priority and that small micro SMMEs should be providing those jobs. But currently what the situation is, is that SMMEs are failing. Not a lot of entrepreneurs are experiencing success in their ventures. A lot of them, their companies fold within the first one to three years. So then the question remains, who's offering those jobs? So problems are faced by those that are seeking jobs but aren't qualified by them for them, but also entrepreneurs who want to give jobs are experiencing challenges in that they can't help with the, with, um, the unemployment rate. Because Dan? their businesses are not surviving long enough to provide that employment. Dan? Yeah, I think I, I just to echo what Mpo is saying, um, you know, one of the purposes of this investment roadshow was also to look at what a conducive ecosystem for entrepreneurship looks like. Um, and what are those ingredients that we need? And, and we're actually going to be presenting as a delegation to the presidency on Monday with some of those lessons. Um, I think, though, it, let's take it back to the Jewish community since we're on a Jewish show. Something that deeply, deeply concerns me is there actually aren't that many young Jewish entrepreneurs within the community. Now, we have young Jewish entrepreneurs, and some of them are prominent, so we think that there are many, but there actually aren't a lot. Let's look at the APSA Jewish Achiever Awards as an example. Uh, they've scrapped the young entrepreneur category uh, at the Jewish Achiever Awards. It's the second year now that they're not going to have it. Um, I believe that one of the reasons why it was scrapped, besides for the fact that maybe they had difficulty finding funding for it, was that they were recycling some of the, the same people over and over again. The pool of young o- Jewish entrepreneurs was not being re- replenished on an annual basis. And, and, and again, because the Jewish community is so entrepreneurial, if that's what we're seeing within our own community, uh, it, you know, it, it, you, one can only imagine how much harder it is within the general population. The other thing that concerns me is if you also look at the winner of last year's uh, Jewish Achiever Award top entrepreneur, he's emigrated. If you look at the one from two years before, emigrated. So I think that if we want to look at the entrepreneurial ecosystem in South Africa, we don't need to look further at what's happening with our own entrepreneurs within the Jewish community. So we young entrepreneurs are struggling for a multitude of reasons. You've just been to the Bay Area and I know you're off to Israel next. That's yes. your upcoming project. Do you think the skills that we need are outside, or do you think we could be home-growing our skills? I think it's... Oh, sorry, Impo, would you like to go? I th- definitely there's skills that we need in our country that are outside, and unfortunately the policies that are in place don't support us being able to bring in talent from the outside. For example, the critical skills list doesn't even speak to the skills that we need that could help people from the outside enter um, through proper visa regulations. 
However, I know that the Department of Education strives to increase the skills by adding into the curriculum skills that speak to the future. That's going to be a slow process, unfortunately, and so it's going to be a long time before we produce the right kind of skill set in our own country. And actually, Dan and I have looked at this issue and made, together with another group of young leaders, recommendations to government on how that can be fixed. So I guess the answer essentially is the skills are definitely outside and we are not going to produce them fast enough to catch up with this fourth industrial revolution. Dan, you want to answer that? Sure. Um, again, we looked at many ingredients that, uh, you know, what, in, what are the ingredients that create a successful entrepreneurial ecosystem? Immigration is one of them. So in, I would say in Silicon Valley, 70% of the people that we met are, were foreign born. And we were constantly told that if all of the foreign born people were to leave Silicon Valley en masse, the whole ecosystem would collapse. Where are they coming from? All over the world. We actually met many from Israel. Um, Israel is actually one of the most uh, successful countries to bring their companies to Silicon Valley. We met with a very interesting organization called ICON, the Israel Collaboration Network, while on the trip. And it's basically successful Israeli entrepreneurs who have made it in Silicon Valley who now want to pay it forward to the new arrivals. And they have a very well-funded, well-organized organization that ha- that creates mentorship, networking opportunities. They hold conferences. So any Israeli who wants to expand their business into the valley immediately has uh, a soft landing. South Africa doesn't have that. South Africa doesn't even have a consulate in San Francisco. They have one consulate in Los Angeles that's responsible for the entire West Coast and Rockies region, and there are only five permanent employees at that consulate. So we need a strong consular presence there, and we also need to look to countries like Israel to create a South African soft landing network. So before we look at your program to Israel that is upcoming, um, when you meet with the presidency on Monday night, um, what will you be saying? What are your key messages? Sorry, can you please repeat that? What are your key messages for the presidency on Monday night? Okay. So the cohort looked at what were the key issues we think our current our uh, sorry our country is currently facing and what are the recommendations we like to make. The first is let's look at entrepreneurship education in our country, which is uh, lacking. And it's also very limited in that it's offered in spaces that don't allow entrepreneurs to thrive. So we really believe that entrepreneurs can transfer their own skills from their own lived experience in the current ecosystem to those that are looking to establish successful businesses. Um, I'll let Dan speak to the rest, but that is one of the core ones that we'll be presenting. Some of the other uh, rec- policy recommendations we're going to be presenting to the presidency is that we need to relax labor laws for small businesses. It is not fair that me as a small business owner is treated the same as Standard Bank when it comes to hiring and firing. Uh, we have exemptions for small businesses when it comes to BEE. Why don't we also have that for labor laws? In the United States, the, the labor laws are much more flexible, especially for small businesses. We're also going to be talking about issues like um, intellectual property. Uh, you know, entrepreneurs don't want to start tech companies in South Africa because once they want to take the business out of the country to expand it, the IP regulations are just too restrictive and it becomes impossible to take them out. So we need to also liberalize our IP regime. So I know Craig is saying it is time to wrap up, but before you do, I know you're off to Israel soon. What are you looking, who are you looking to take with you? 
Sure. So um, Empo and I are actually taking a first ever uh, Future World of Work trip to Israel for us. Uh, you know, we, we talk about job creation in this country, but the notion of what a job is in 2019 it has changed. And so we're taking human capital leaders from some of the company's largest uh, country's largest companies to go to Israel to look at where is the, what, what, what does the future of work look like? Uh, what, 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 what are the jobs that we should be preparing our children for? Um, that right now we depend so much on government to lead the conversation on yeah. work, and we need to be leading that as the private sector too. And Israel is a is a perfect place to go to, both to look at HR tech as well as to look at the organize, organizational culture that's formulated within the IDF that then translates into the private sector. So I think what we're going to do is once you're back from Israel. You'll come back in and tell us more. We would love to. Thank and you. And also feedback on your mi- meeting with the presidency. We'll, we'll follow up with this conversation. Thank you to Dan and for joining me.